1: Hello and welcome to today's episode. I'm here with Matt.
0: Yes, as always. As always. The dynamic duo.
1: Hope you're enjoying season 10 so far.
0: (laughs) Absolutely hope you're enjoying season 10 so far. Otherwise, what are we doing with ourselves?
1: (laughs) Tell us what we're doing wrong. Yeah. Um, Well, today's episode is all things fresh versus frozen. hmm So we're going to be talking about fruits, vegetables.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Produce. 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 So really, uh, if you're the sort of person where you've been food prepping for ages and you've got a lot of experience with fresh and frozen produce, I'm not going to sit here and guarantee you'll get your life turned upside down by this. However, if you are fairly new to this sort of lifestyle and – very new to things like meal planning, meal preparation, or you're not – maybe you're starting – I know where I first started where you're not too confident in the kitchen, there's a lot we're going to share with you here that can really be good from an educational standpoint. Yeah. Like I know I think to myself, Courtney, like when I was younger, man, I could have used something like this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So – Let's dive in. Let's dive in. First place to start is – let's let's have a think about healthy food mm, and let's. if we can picture healthy food what comes to mind
0: well for me like usually i start with colour mm-hmm. vibrant colour so you know fresh fruit fresh vegetables for me particular tropical to be fair based on based on my preferences and my background but you know things like what berries juicy berries Bouncy, plump tomatoes, crunchy, bright orange carrots.
1: I think a lot of more vegetables like broccoli and...
0: Like a deep green? Yeah. Broccoli? Yeah. What else?
1: Like um, uh, snow peas, uh, carrots, capsicum. Those are the sort of...
0: Pineapple, mangoes.
1: Never think of... Strawberries. I don't don't eat a lot of fruit, so that's probably why I think more of vegetables when I... Picture healthy food. Than the most navel
0: of navel oranges.
1: Yeah,
0: and we also think of it. You know these these types of foods. You know, neatly sort of packed away and stored in the fridge, mm-hmm. you know, ready to go into a smoothie or a salad or a stir fry or some sort of side dish. Yes, some people. Some people it might be like a nice sort of garnish mm-hmm. to a main meal. I know for me, it's it is the main meal very often. Yeah, you know the the fruit and the veg all all mixed together. So it's not exactly breaking news for us to sit here and say to you that, you know, fruit and veg is good for us and very good for our bodies, protects us against a variety of health issues, gives us energy, makes us feel great. Like I'm not, I'm not shedding any light here. We all know this. Yes. Now the thing is, you asked the question, Courtney, just before about what do we picture when we're asked about picturing you know, healthy food? Like I gave like my first answer, I go to, you know, fresh fruit, fresh veg, the colour, things like that. Now, how often does frozen spring to mind when asked a question like that? It goes straight to fresh, doesn't it?
1: It does. I mean, that's the first thing I picture.
0: Yeah, to be fair. I think, I think that's probably more common than not. Yes. Now, often frozen produce is viewed as something of a poor cousin Mm. by comparison to the fresh Fresh. varieties. The thing is, frozen fruit and veg actually does have a number of storage and nutritional advantages. But by comparison to fresh, the consumption of frozen is rather low and actually continues to decrease. Mm as well and this is what creates an idea for an episode like this for us to take you through because taking into account like current economic climate in whatever country you live in it's going to be similar to us like we're getting increasing i would use the phrase ridiculous prices often of fresh produce we wanted to give you a research based view on what's what when it comes to fresh and frozen and give you information on what to use and when so you can make more informed decisions yeah for yourself because as i said like very often it's it's common just to think oh well healthy food must be fresh fresh this fresh that actually there might be more to it mm. so we're here to defrost The myths you might say, yes, about fresh versus frozen. See what I did there?
1: I did see that. I did see that. So, Matt, let's talk about some of the science behind fresh versus frozen. All right. The basic, the basic science behind it. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, research into the antioxidants in fresh and frozen fruits and vegetables actually found that around 66% of cases show a loss of antioxidants in fresh fruit and vegetables. Mm. So losing, a loss of antioxidants like, like polyphenols, vitamin C, better carotene, lutein compared to the frozen varieties. Mm-hmm. Now, generally, fruit and vegetables, fresh, I'm talking about fresh here to begin with, are over 90% water which means, though, that after they're harvested, the produce shows an accelerated respiration, which causes moisture loss and actually increases the rate of spoilage. Mm. So after they're picked and packed and transported, they actually continue to lose many of their nutrients in the long-distance travel and storage well before they reach the supermarket and then well, well before they reach your plate. Now by comparison, when we talk about frozen produce, research has shown, this was done at the University of Georgia in the United States, it's found that frozen produce retained actually more nutrients by comparison to fresh produce. Now it's because, the, uh, it's because blanching and then freezing or snap freezing of fruit and veg basically the moment or few moments after it's been harvested, puts the process of naturally occurring enzymes on hold, which is what normally would lead to spoiling, and locks in, is the phrase to use here, locks in higher levels of vitamins and antioxidants by comparison to the fresh varieties. Mm -hmm. Now, interesting factoid, vitamin C is the least stable nutrient, which is known to degrade immediately after harvest. In a study of fresh green peas, they lost up to 51% of this during the first 24 to 48 hours. It will actually continue to degrade steadily after that. By comparison, prolonged storage, and by prolonged I mean upwards of 12 months, at around negative 18 to negative 20 degrees, can average only 20 to 50% loss. Mm. So long story short, the process of freezing fresh produce will lock in the nutrients for a longer period of time, and you've got a better chance of getting them more intact mm. of what they are when they're grown, by comparison to waiting a bit longer with or or take buying fresh produce that may have been sitting there a bit longer. Does that does that make sense? Am yes. I going okay with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, makes total sense. So based off then that um look at the science maybe this is a good time to let's start hitting on the benefits to summarize this so what are the benefits of fresh fresh and frozen
0: all right well there are both there are benefits to both so i'll start with fresh Mm -hmm. so i mean one of the benefits actually is the visual appeal so there's clearly no denying that fresh fruit and fresh veg are more visually appealing. I mean, hence why, Courtney, you asked the question, when you asked a picture healthy food, what do you picture? Like, I didn't go to frozen blueberries, did I?
1: No, you're always going <laughs> to think of the fresh ones, yes. Yeah,
0: precisely. And so, you know, the the fresh produce will have a more visual appeal and very often taste better compared to the frozen varieties. Yes. I mean, to be fair, your mileage will vary on that. That can depend on different different fruits, different vegetables, and also depend on person to person. but like I know for me personally, like if you say what tastes better like fresh or frozen blueberries, like fresh all day, mm. you know, but you know, personal preference. Another benefit though with the fresh produce is that there's minimal preparation involved. And also, just the ability to eat them raw Mm. is a benefit by itself, you know, which actually can and does play for a number of people quite a large role in the amount of them that can be consumed or that we do consume, Mm -hmm. which has a byproduct of what actually directly impacts, you know, more positive choices that get made around eating more of the good stuff. Because this is almost like a rule of proximity thing. If there's fresh, appealing fresh fruit and veg in the fridge, it's easy to just grab it and eat it, mm. isn't it? Or chuck it, you know, whip it together into a salad. Yeah. You know, something like that. So there are some pretty big benefits there. Another benefit as well with the fresh stuff is that if you take the time to source local or regional produce as in grown in your local area, can actually reduce the amount of time that the fresh produce spends in storage, which will pump up the flavor and the vitamin count. Mm. Because, as I said before, with one of the one of the scientific drawbacks to fresh is that it loses the nutrients faster. Well, if you're getting it locally, it's in storage for less time, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so you, the, the chance of you getting a higher quality go up as well. So... Chucking it over to the frozen side of things with quality, nutrient dense frozen produce, very, very budget friendly by comparison to fresh. Yeah. I mean, just a simple comparison of the per kilo, or well, here in Australia at least, the per kilogram prices.
1: Frozen is often cheaper, yes. Well, I'll, I'll
0: use an easy example because I, I apparently eat blueberries so much, I think I might turn into one <laughs> one day. Fresh blueberries per kilo versus frozen, you can get frozen for in and under ten dollars a kilo. Fresh, it's up twenty to 24 dollars a kilogram. Yes. So that's one of the big benefits to frozen is more budget friendly,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Also, with frozen, they also require zero preparation. They're very quick and easy to cook, and another benefit, of course, is you can chuck them in the freezer for months on end. Mm with far less spoilage compared to having a fresh version sitting in your fridge for a period of time. So the fact that you can freeze obviously gives you then an opportunity to potentially eat fruit and veg that might be out of season or unavailable locally.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: So we also a real easy benefit when it comes to frozen produce, very much a time-friendly solution to put together, you know, a nice, delicious mid-morning smoothie or mid-afternoon smoothie, which is, like Courtney, you made one just before you jumped on. Yes. And what do you put in there? Blueberries. <laughs> Fresh or frozen? Frozen, indeed. <laughs> but because also, and I, I do this myself a lot. I use frozen vegetables and stir fry them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And once, once the way I stir fry them and how they taste when I'm eating them, I couldn't tell you if they were fresh or frozen because of the way I've cooked them. Yeah. You know, so that could be a time-saving benefit there as well.
1: I think that there's are really good examples that you just used, and I think while we're we're going along that train of thought, maybe we should talk about other pro tips of fresh versus frozen produce.
0: All right. Well, we can do that because we happen to have some prepared. Yeah. Because that's just how we roll.
1: Love a list.
0: (laughs) do love a list. So we've put together some pro tips for fresh produce and frozen, which I'll kick us off and take us through. Starting with fresh, pro tip number one for fresh produce. To keep it fresher for longer in the fridge, try storing it on a separate shelf away from your fruit just to decrease the rate of spoilage and don't sleep on the crispers. Yeah, the come fridge. in the fridge like yeah. th- they kick ass when yeah. used correctly. Yeah. They they absolutely kick. Especially ass.
1: with these modern day fridges, we got a new fridge uh, not too long ago. Is
0: this the time just to say how much I love our new fridge? Yeah,
1: we got it. We had our previous fridge for 10? Ten? 10 years. Yeah, we moved with it. Yeah. So it was in our previous house and mm. we've been in this house for what, 7 years.
0: Coming up on seven. Oh, six and a bit, yeah. Six and a bit. Yeah. So
1: yeah, probably 10 years we had this other fridge for close to and it did the job. It did the job. Yeah. But man, we noticed a difference with the with the freshness of our fresh produce in our current fridge.
0: It stores for longer. Yeah. The way the way we store it and the way we use the crispers. Yep. There's a clean noticeable yeah. Difference. So don't sleep on your crispers. They
1: actually do work. <laughs>
0: especially if they come with humidity controls as yeah. well, use them.
1: Yeah, as, as I said, a lot of these newer fridges these days come with a lot of extra con- zone controls in the fridge and the crispers, we really notice a difference.
0: Yeah, yeah. So another pro tip with fresh for things like making up a good salad, don't be afraid to get a bit more varied. And you know, have a crack at things like you know, hyper nutrient leafy greens like like rocket, lettuce, mm-hmm. uh, watercress, chicory. Um, also, don't be afraid to add things like additional fresh herbs, which I'm personally a massive fan of, like parsley and coriander.
1: I often put in mint and basil in my um, salads,
0: and they go very very well too. I think coriander's got a different name. In other parts of the world, I think cilantro, it does,
1: but it's not nice. Yeah. No matter where you get it,
0: could not disagree more. <laughs> I am absolutely team coriander. <laughs>
1: no, team team not coriander. Absolutely not. We will fight
0: about this <laughs> once we start recording. <laughs> yes, like, I, I come on, man. No, do better. Do better. No, <laughs> but the point I'm making is adding additional fresh herbs can help to boost the flavor. And like Courtney, you, you mentioned basil and mint, like that really changes the, the whole look, so to speak, of a salad, doesn't it? It does. You know, but also, it's a nice easy way to sneak in extra nutrients yes. as well and make, make your meals or your dishes more nutrient dense. Like you, you can never have too many nutrients no. in a meal. Like it's, it, it, you're nourishing your body, aren't you? Yes. Now, when we talk about fresh veg... I want to give a shout out just to one of the best pro tips of all: is don't be afraid to steam your fresh veg when cooking. I've done this a lot in my life, uh, especially when I was learning how to, you know, get through a kitchen without breaking anything. Uh, steaming fresh vegetables for me, game changer. Tremendous way to help keep essential nutrients and vitamins stored within the vegetables. So there's plenty of different ways you can steam veg. Like just if you haven't got any way if you haven't got a tool at home right now to do it with, like just jump on Amazon, Google it, vegetable steamer. There's a whole different sort of, you know, DIY ways you can do this at home, but give it a shot. Mm-hmm. See what you think. Now, on the subject of that, the last pro tip with fresh is sometimes when when you're heating up or cooking vegetables, it actually that the whole process does destroy, for lack of a better word, nutrients within the vegetables. But depending on the vegetable, it can have a different effect. It can actually make it easier for your body to absorb the nutrients that are in there. In the case of some veg, I'll give an example, tomato, becomes more nutritious when you cook it. Mm. So the point I'm getting here is with this tip. Don't be afraid to mix it up with different, you know, vegetables. See what you like raw, what you like steamed, what you like blanched, what you like roasted, what you like stir-fried. Oh, this is There's not going to be a one-size-fits-all to this, is there?
1: No, absolutely not.
0: You know, so that's that's the fresh side of things. So we'll switch over to pro tips for frozen. Yes. Right? Number one pro tip for frozen produce is to turn the packet over and read the labels.
1: Might seem silly, however.
0: Not silly at all.
1: You'd be surprised how many packets of frozen produce have
0: free ingredients in them. Yeah. So just just have a look and just make sure that they're not chucking in like ingredients that you can't pronounce or you don't know what the hell they are. Or adding things like unnecessary amounts of sugar or salt
1: preservatives, artificial mm-hmm. flavorings
0: yeah yep. you, like when I when I you know, I do a lot of shopping for us although we do split it to be fair but when I do the shopping I know for me if I'm buying a packet of frozen vegetables from a brand I don't normally use for whatever reason, like I'm checking the back just to be safe yeah I want to make sure that the vegetables that I'm getting are actually just the vegetables that I want yeah and not any other sort of nasty, Add it in there as well. So that's pro tip number one. Now, the the next pro tip is gonna be just about maximizing freezer space with your frozen vegs, because obviously for a lot of us, no matter how good the fridges are, the freezer space is very limited by comparison to the actual fridge section. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid to see if you can get uh, bags of frozen veg or bags of frozen fruit rather than boxed because they actually store better because they take up less space because mm. they got they've got room to move or be manipulated. Does that make sense? Yes. That's the that's one of the bigger pro tips I'll give there as well. Beautiful. Thank you. Love
1: that. Um. So. Carrying on from our pro tip section, I know, Matt, that we had a list of five pieces of um, fruit and vegetable. Yep. Fruit or vegetable. We picked five. And you're going to take us through a bit of an extended pro tip section based off those five that we selected.
0: Yeah. So we've picked five popular produce examples.
1: So what did we pick? We picked pumpkin.
0: Pumpkin, green yep. beans,
1: green beans,
0: corn, yes, berries, yes, and spinach. Perfect. And so, what we'll do is just to give you an example of how, be it fresh or frozen, how how many different ways you can approach, yeah, these sorts of things. Just to give you some 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 practical Bit more ideas,
1: specific, specific
0: examples. Yeah, some some practical ideas yes. on what you can do. So we'll start with pumpkin, right? So, okay, what's What's a, a good example or a couple of good examples for using fresh pumpkin? Well, perfect for roasting Yes. in the oven, which we are big fans of. Roast yes. pumpkin, like, come at me. Soup. Um, fresh pumpkin in chunks in a soup is tremendous. Yes. Because it retains the texture and the shape and is particularly delicious. And what we spoke about before, Courtney, with experimenting with different herbs and spices same thing with like we roast pumpkin quite a lot yeah we do the different you use a different spice on there it's a different
1: flavor it's a different yeah. look
0: altogether isn't it yeah you know so you can really mix and match there where by comparison frozen pumpkin when mashed up is perfect for things like stews
1: mm-hmm. and
0: slow cooker yeah now the slow cooker is going to get a lot of a lot of play through the next few minutes of this episode yeah as you listening are about to find out. So also frozen pumpkin, great for things like pureed soup, but also added as filler to things like Rissoles, burger patties, etc. Massive fan of pumpkin here. Mm. Massive. All right, green beans. So things like with fresh green beans, like perfect for stir fries. I'm a massive stir fry guy. Actually we're both stir fry people, aren't we? Yes, we are. You do make you you're good to make a couple each week. Generally, be it beef or chicken normally.
1: Yes, love a stir-fry.
0: Yeah, so fresh green beans, great for that. Now, be it steamed or blanched. Now, by comparison, frozen green beans, perfect for dishes that require longer cooking times. So stews, casseroles, bakes, soups, and here it comes again, slow cooker.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: I, I go pretty hard with green beans.
1: Yeah, you love I, – I don't eat green beans. They don't sit well with but you. No, but I but you, you love them.
0: I, I go through probably I would say two to three kilos a week mm. of green beans and that's just among a whole host of other vegetables that I consume on the regular. Yes. So we'll look at corn, fresh corn, perfect for salads, really good for a barbecue, mm-hmm. barbecued corn cob. Particular favorite of ours. Delicious. Just as a to go on the side with the steak and the pumpkin. It's so good. All day. Yeah. All day. Easy for things like boiling on a stovetop. Um, fresh corn also goes well in omelettes and stir fries. Uh, also, a nice little additional thing to mix in with things like quinoa or rice, mm. just to sort of uh, buff it up a little bit. Now, frozen corn. Get ready, here it comes again. Perfect in casseroles, pureed soups, and Courtney, slow cooker. Yes. Let's look at berries. Mm. Now, fresh berries, I mean, here's an easy one. They're ideal to eat raw. Just on their own. (laughs) Grab and consume. Yep. Grab and consume. Uh, Also fresh, perfect to add into a salad. Mm.
1: You love adding berries into a salad. All day. Yeah.
0: All day. But also, they stir they stir quite nicely into yogurt mixes, yeah, as well.
1: So, like a little um, DIY dessert style thing. So, like a smoothie bowl, smoothie bowl, yep. or um, like a like a mousse or a custard that you make out of yogurt or something like that with berries on top. Yeah, now,
0: now who does that a lot?
1: You do that a lot. I've seen people, you know, add them fresh to breakfast. So whether it be like a um, a muesli style break, breakfast with berries, or even like a protein protein pancakes yeah. that some people make, yep. and they'll add yogurt and berries. So mm. it can definitely be uh, just on its own, but add it to a lot of dishes as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now, on the other side of the coin, when it comes to frozen berries, well, perfect for smoothies. Smoothies, if, yeah. if you're if you're getting into a, you know, you're going to blend yourself up a smoothie, like go for it. I can actually make a, give a bit of a rec- recommendation and a shout out. Frozen berries actually also go better than you think in deconstructed smoothies, like smoothie bowls. They go okay. Fresh is better, but frozen goes okay. And frozen also goes well, and I've done this as well, frozen berries cooked into omelets.
1: Yeah, I can't do that. Live, like live
0: a little, Courtney, yeah, live a little. Yeah.
1: I think any time though you want to cook berries in any way, um, absolutely go frozen.
0: Agreed. Uh, and you do this a lot, Courtney. Frozen berries also go well in things like muffins and bakes. Absolutely, you can you can stand by this because you you like to bake for the family.
1: If I was going to bake muffins and things like of that nature, I'd always use frozen. Just so much more cost effective.
0: Can I can I give a shout out to your chocolate blueberry muffins and your vanilla strawberry? Sorry, vanilla raspberry muffins, like a shout-out. They're so good. But you go frozen, don't you? Always. Yeah. Now, what you'll find is another pro tip when it comes to frozen berries, add them to your dish, whatever you're going to have them with, add them to your dishes when they're frozen. Do not thaw them out and then have them. They're not as good as they are fresh at all because it does affect the taste and texture. Ask me how I know this. You've tried it. I have. Fail. Massive fail. So we'll move on to the last example here, the yep. last bit of produce we've picked, Courtney. A particular favourite of ours, spinach. Indeed, indeed. Now, fresh spinach, perfecto for salads. Yes, go great in wraps. Like we we do both those burgers, often. wraps, A- absolutely
1: homemade pizzas. Mm. Um,
0: would you have one of those? Definitely salads. We might be due for one of those, by the way. We definitely
1: do for a pizza night. Mm, um, mm. Definitely homemade salads. Um, they go
0: well steamed. Uh, they go well sauteed. Yep. And you add them just prior to serving. Uh, also, when it comes to fresh spinach, stir fries, omelets, you know, soups, casseroles yeah. like it, it's. Lots. <laughs> hyper versatile. Yes. Vegetable. Now, frozen. Really, really good for making, say, a puree spread. Yes, if you wanted to use it as a spread for like a a wrap or something like that.
1: Dips. Mm. If you're going to make some sort of spinach-style dip, Mm -hmm. they're great. Yeah, good call. Frozen goes
0: well in uh, casseroles, oven bakes, quiches. Yep. Slow cookers. Yep. Now the thing is, though, when it comes to frozen spinach as it starts to sort of defrost slash thaw, just, you know, control the excess water.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, if you're going to make a, a, a lot of this stuff. A
0: paper towel goes goes far. Usually
1: I would just let it completely thaw out and yep. then get like an old uh, clean um, cloth and you basically strain out the water. So you put, put it in there and just squeeze out all the excess liquid because there is a lot of excess liquid that mm. comes with frozen spinach.
0: Good call. Good call. So I think what we should do, Courtney, is let's come to a conclusion here. We talk about like the, the title of this episode is "Fresh versus Frozen." Yeah, what's the winner?
1: There is no winner. <laughs> to draw. They're both. They're both. I think touching on what you said earlier, Matt, which is like often there's this this um, view that frozen produce produces the poor cousin to fresh, Mm. and it's just not the case. So there's always going to be uh, cooking methods and based off, you know, the recipe you're cooking, it's going to – like it might call for one versus the other, but I think the moral of the story is that there is nothing wrong with frozen produce as long as it's, as we said, clean frozen produce, like it's literally just the – fresh produce that has been frozen mm. um, and there's no extra nasties put in there. Um, so I think that's one of the main takeaways is just to know that there's nothing wrong with ha- with buying frozen produce. Um, Not at all. It is still healthy. It's still nutritious.
0: Yeah. So I'm sure Okay. the you know, question is, did you see that coming? Which is the best to draw? Yeah. Because research into the nutrient content of eight common fruits and veg at different seasonal points over a two-year period, and they were split up into fresh, fresh stored in the fridge, and frozen, found no significant difference in the nutrient content. The most important aspect for both fresh and frozen produce is to look at the overall quality of the original harvest where you can. Just ensure you know there's no added ingredients, no added preservatives. And... That's where also, to be fair, local and organic produce can help. Now, I've just used the big O word, yes, haven't I? Yes, you have. So organic produce has been proven to contain similar amounts of nutrients as non-organic produce. There's not really a tremendous difference there at all. when We talk about organic versus non-organic from a nutrition standpoint. However... The key benefit with organic produce is fewer pesticides. Yes. No genetically modified components, no synthetic chemicals. So like that's that's where you sort of get more of your bang for your buck.
1: Mm.
0: You know, and this is what we'll link you know, the health benefits with organic food consumption because of the nasties that don't tend to come with that method of creating the produce. But just in summary, like in, in sort of getting to wrap up this episode, Courtney, like our, our sort of message to you is don't be afraid of frozen fruit and frozen veg as well as fresh. Yes. So the frozen variety has lots of great benefits, tremendous benefits as we sort of touched on through this episode that can make them a honestly a kick-ass addition to any shopping list. Yes. So... As we said at the start of the episode, all fruit and veg great for our bodies, and are, you know, incredibly healthy for those of us that you know want to improve how we look, function, and feel. And frozen also gets a tick of approval from me just for how it can help the bank balance. Mm. Very, very budget friendly. Yes. Now, if you're looking at putting together a pretty good shopping list of your fruit and veg, and you're looking at you know fresh, frozen, whatever, don't be afraid just to combine. Your fruit and veg from you know organic, local, regional supermarket, farmers market, fresh, frozen sources. Depending on where you're at, in you know where you are in your budget, mm-hmm. you know, what you want to have for the next week or two. Yep. You know the point is fresh versus frozen. Like they both win. Yeah, they do. There's room for both, and like let's talk from our own personal experience here, Courtney. Like we use both. Yes. Or every day of every week. Yes, we do. We go through both. Yeah. And like if you, if, you, if you asked me to pick one or the other, the answer is I'm not going to play that game. I'm taking both. So that's – I'm done there.
1: I mean, I, I've i got nothing else to add because you've nailed it. Have I, I? I picked both too.
0: Cool. So what do you reckon? we bring this one to a close?
1: I think so. Hope that has been helpful to clear up maybe some questions that you've had. Well, hopefully
0: it's been educational. Yeah. So that, that's the whole point of this is just to, just to educate – if you listening as someone that is fairly new to this sort of thing, mm-hmm. like hopefully you've, you know, we've made you a little bit smarter.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, Matt, um, where can people find us?
0: Anywhere they want. We're all, we're everywhere.
1: We are everywhere.
0: But we'll start with giving a shout out to our Facebook group, Courtney. So, if you are at Facebook, just look up the Weight Loss Podcast. You'll see us. There's also a link to the group in the episode description in your podcast app. We also love getting emails with questions and feedback and thoughts and abuse and undying love. Where can we be emailed, Courtney?
1: Our podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. Don't forget we've got our Q&A episodes coming up at the end of this season fairly soon. So if you have Mm. any questions that you'd like us to answer, make sure you send them through.
0: And we do mean any questions. Yeah, anything. Shoot. We'll we'll have a stab at anything, won't we? Absolutely. We're a pair of big mouths like that. So thank you for hanging out with us. We hope you've got something valuable out of this investment in time in us. (laughs) So we will be back next week with more of Season 10. Courtney, thank you as always. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us. See you soon. Bye.